0: The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. Wasn't that long ago that JT Miller was considered lazy, not a good defensive player. All of a sudden this guy's in a salty conversation? Are you kidding me? More about that next year. a Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team... Every day. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. It's your team. No, scratch that. Your Canucks every day. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host of Locked On Canucks, and also a part-time credential media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. Woo! I gotta let you know today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On NHL to get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details coming up on today's episode of lockdown canucks we gotta dive into jt miller being suddenly elite at playing defensive hockey are you kidding me man this is a sign that everything's going right for the vancouver canucks but is he actually good at playing defense we're gonna dive into that in the next few minutes also gonna touch on connor garland who apparently doesn't want to leave anymore (laughs) how about that how about that, Kyle? Um, and before I introduce my co-host, I'll let you know that we got the Cam Neely, former Canuck of the Week, coming up in the final segment of the show. But let me introduce my co-host, someone who will never be a former fan of the Vancouver Canucks, because we bleed that blue and green, or is it that black, red, and yellow? I don't know. Oh. But anyways, Kyle how? Kyle Bowen, how you doing, brother?
1: Dude, it's going to happen. The skate jersey is going to come back, and it's going to stay here full time. It's just going to happen. Anyways, my name's Kyle Bowen. That's Trevor Bags again. More importantly, though, this is the show that gives you your Canucks every day. Uh, JT Miller, man, he's inspiring me. Okay, he's thirty years old. You and I are thirty years old, bro. Don't don't hit a plateau in your life, Bagsy. Uh, whatever you're doing in your life, you don't tell me all the details about your your careers and whatnot. Uh, just just know, deep down inside, you have another gear to you. Uh, maybe you don't have a friend like Rick Tocket to get you there, but uh, there's uh there's more. There's more that you're leaving off the table. I, I, I'm being honest with you, Trevor. I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of expectations from you, for you, and uh, I, 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 believe your potential is maybe higher than you think it is. Um, I, I got a question. Okay, what do you think Tockett told Miller last year? Because this is a Tockett Miller thing, or it's J.T. Miller being accountable and wanting to live up to being the highest-paid Canuck, you know?
0: Y- yeah, I think Talkett probably just instilled some confidence in J.T. Miller. A- and you think about it too, Kyle. You know, Bruce getting that the feel-good coach. You know, maybe like tickles your spine. You know, mm-hmm. gives you a pat on the shoulder, a kiss on the cheek, whatever it is. But he was never the guy who was, you know, maybe an, an elite defensive forward to the NHL level. Talkett was a good player both ends of the ice when he okay. played in the NHL. Obviously, the guy was a tough, a tough mofo. Put up some goals, but also knew how to play hockey defensively. And I think having a guy like that as your coach just in itself installed some confidence, instilled some confidence in JT Miller. And we kind of saw it last season, right? Again, I think you and I and most fans of this market didn't want to get caught up in, oh, yeah, here the Canucks go posting wins under a new head coach with a soft schedule because we saw that story before. But last season, JT Miller looked really good defensively uh, as a shutdown two-way center. And I still wasn't convinced. I said on this program, I'll, I'll be honest, I wanted JT Miller to get the soft matchups. I wanted Pedersen, Suter, Bluger to take the tough matchups. I was like, open up JT Miller because he's not good defensively. I will wear cake on my face for that for the rest of the time because right now, you know, Miller is in the selkie conversation, you know, whether he should be or not, but I do think a lot of it is just talking, instilling confidence in JT Miller. You know, JT Miller, I got to say, man, this guy's inspired me to be a better, better father, you there know? You go. JT Miller's doing it all on the ice, okay? He's... Pushing Connor McDavid around. He's playing good defensive hockey. Um, he's in the right position in his own zone. Uh, and again, the numbers might not look great because he's playing against some really, really high-end players. Um, but he's had some remarkable performances defensively so far. Again, doing it all on the ice. And he makes me want to do more around the house, okay? I'm wiping more asses. Woo! I'm doing more dishes. I'm folding more laundry. And you know why? It's because of JT Miller. Uh,
1: is it is it gross for you to like wipe your babies but i'm like are are you over the gross phase? Is it oh, just normal? Oh, I'm
0: way over To be to be honest man, I don't get grossed out easily. I won't uh I won't go in depth for the listeners, yeah. but my first job as a 16 year old, I was a janitor at an old folks home. Uh so you can uh we won't don't don't think about okay, it too okay. hard, but you know there's it, it can be a messy situation. Diapers, diapers. So yeah, I don't I don't get, I don't diapers. get grossed up very easily. I didn't I yeah. didn't yeah, okay.
1: Anyways, uh, JT Miller, okay. So you you said a lot of things there, and, and yeah, maybe the numbers don't have him being the Selkie favorite, but as a Vancouver Canucks fan, I can't help but not be overly surprised by the fact that this guy might finish in the top 15, the top 12, the top 10, the top 7 in Selkie voting, and that's that's crazy to me, okay? I would never think this guy would be in the top 50, and with all this being said, I was still very excited to see how Miller would do under it offensively, you know? Like, I wonder if... uh. Miller would get back to that 85 to that 90-point pace because I, I was looking at what he was doing offensively last year when Tockett came into the fold and was looking forward to having that one-two punch of Pedersen and Miller. Now, speaking of Pedersen, dude, going into the season, uh, I think we, were, we, were, we weren't connecting Pedersen winning the Hart or the Art Ross because of McDavid and him winning it for the rest of his career, blah, blah, blah. But we were, we were saying it almost every episode that this guy's going to win the Selkie and Pedersen's not going to win the Selkie. He's not going to win the Selkie this year. He's not getting the toughest matchup, so he pretty much is disqualified from that effort, IMO, just the way it is. And to see it being due in large part slash only because of JT Miller being that guy for Rick Tockett and the Vancouver Canucks is, again, just, just something that I didn't see coming, and I wonder when this decision was made because Tockett had, what, Miller for 20-plus games? That was the big enough sample size for him to be like, you know what? Petterson, maybe he's Datsuk, blah, 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 but JT Miller is going to be the guy that's gonna shut down, quote unquote, shut down Connor McDavid. Like I, I again, I just wanna know the conversation, the the exact words that were exchanged between those two last year because it would like I feel like you could write a book about it, like some some sort of or, or like a chapter on leadership and efficiency and it's it's really some fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, and don't get me wrong. talk it has has a massive influence here. Mm-hmm. You know who else has an influence in in this, Kyle? And, you know, shout out to, to Durant and Harmon, the athletic. They reported this. Uh, but I noticed it too. Quinn Hughes mm-hmm. is playing a lot with JT Miller on the ice. And previously, the Canucks did their best to get Hughes and Pedersen out on the ice together. Right? So now we're seeing JT Miller go against the team's best players, along with Quinn Hughes going against the team's best players. And again I do think that's helping JT Miller a bit defensively. That being said there's there's some discrepancy right? Hughes is playing more than Miller and Hughes's underlying metrics are are sharper than Miller's for sure. But to me that's the sign of a very good Canucks team and a sign of good things to come, right? You have Miller and Hughes going against the team's best players. Now you have Patterson who's got the chance to feast on some weaker competition. And so far that strategy's worked. It's not what I would have done coming into the season, but that's why I'm sitting down here behind a microphone, talking <laughs> to you, my brother and not behind the Canucks bench making decisions.
1: Oh dude. If that was the case, the Canucks would be 27th in the league right now. Like for real, we've been wrong on so many fronts. And when it comes to this version I feel like it's been been—it's been like we've been wrong about seven things and we've been right about seven things, you know? It's, and at the end yeah, of the day, yeah, it yeah. doesn't even matter. Like prove us wrong just win games and make us happy. Blah, 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 blah. You know, JT Miller, just uh, again, a very motivating guy right now. I'm enjoying the fact that he does finish every check. He's just involved offensively. He's a dynamo as well. He can do a little bit of everything. And even look at how he scored the, uh, what was it? The four, two goal or was it the five, two goal? in Edmonton, just from the point of blast and went in and out. He just, he's a, he's a really, really good player. And again, offensively speaking, I was still high on him. I never gave up hope on JT. You did. Trevor Beggs gave up on JT. Okay. (laughs) If you don't know the story, if you don't don't know the story, I'm paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing, but there was a chance that Trevor's wife was going to pick Justin Timberlake over over Trevor and that's why he hates JT's. Okay? That's why he hates JT's, man. You almost gave up on him, man.
0: Yeah, I I will the only thing I'll say is between the two of us, you've definitely been the bigger JT supporter. I think from week 1 of us doing Lockdown Canucks back in March of this year, uh you, we had an episode about leaving JT alone uh because of all the heat he was getting in this Dude. market, being in trade rumors. Like I remember when we kicked off that first week of the show, the hottest rumor is that he was getting traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And here we are, what, eight months later, and this guy is one of the league leaders in points. Uh, we're talking about him in the Selkie conversation. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Penguins are floundering near the bottom of the NHL. Bro, so, there was rumors. Um, there was, the turntables, man.
1: There was rumors that JT Miller was going to get traded on the day his contract kicked in so they could avoid the you no-movement know, clause or whatever. You know, all those terms and his details. It just— it's one of those things that I never really understood. Cause JT Miller, yeah, $8 million is a lot of money. And I guess a lot of fans were discouraged by his defensive play and his lack of care for that side of the ice. But the guy, again, offensively speaking, so consistent and it's hard to find those guys in the NHL. Um, JT Miller, uh, we're very, very lucky to have you. And I know the Canucks have Demko Hughes and Patterson, but you're up there, man. You're playing like you're 91 overall right now. And, uh, we're blessed to have you. Thanks for uh, thanks for inspiring us. Again, 30 years old, Begsy and Bowen. JT Miller changing the course of our lives. Uh, Begsy, who we shouting out before we get to uh, segment number two over here on Locked on Canucks. All
0: right. And, you know, speaking about guys who, you know, have had some things to say about the Vancouver market, we're going to talk about Connor Garland in our second segment. Uh, Is he staying? Is he going? Should we ask the offspring? I don't know. It's the clash. Sorry, my bad. Come on, (laughs) Trevor, get it together. Uh, So Connor Garland talk on the other side. Before we do that, I got to let you know that passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up boop, 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 to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts to choose from for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber Not cash, baby. With all the parts you need at the prices you want and deserve, it's easy to turn your card to the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or dive alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items-only exclusion supply eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. JT Miller could score 50 goals. The Canucks could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network sleeper is my number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests all you have to do is pick whether studs like JT Miller Connor Garland or Mark Freeman will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus minus and more in a given game To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me Canucks fans, you could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, that's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability.
1: Okay, okay, you're back on another episode of Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. Uh, that right there is Trevor Beggs. More importantly, though, this is the show that gives you your Canucks every day. Hit the like and subscribe button if you are enjoying what you're seeing or what you're listening to. And man, oh man, if you didn't enjoy it, don't do that. Okay, don't like, don't like the show. Uh, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to us. Don't lie to the world. Save the world with one less lie. Out of time. Also, shout out to everyone listening to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, Begsy, one more thing on uh, JT Miller, okay? Get, uh, the 30-year-old. I got I to gotta give it out to the 30-year-olds out there, okay? It's a new life when you hit 30. Uh, Begsy, am I correct? It's different out here. It's different out here.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. My uh, my wife was telling me something about this yesterday. She saw something on, on uh, TikTok or Instagram. Pete Davidson was on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and I guess he just turned 30. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, as a 29-year-old, if you're, like, make a mistake or, I don't know, you're drunk in public or whatever, it's like, ah, he's just in his 20s. He's just young living life. As soon as you're 30, you get judged for that, man. You get judged. Dude. So, yeah, being 30 is a bit different, man.
1: It's different, man. And I've been waking up earlier the last three days to produce this show. And I don't know. Being 30 and waking up at 6 a.m., you just feel, I don't know if responsible is the right word, but I think I'd rather use powerful. Uh, speaking of powerful, JT yeah. Miller, super intense player, and maybe Taka told him something. Maybe he wants to be, uh, well, Taka wants him to be a better two-way player. Maybe they had a conversation and all that jazz. Or maybe JT Miller just its like Quinn Hughes and Patterson and is just taking it on himself, like, if this team's going to change its course, I'm going to do whatever it takes and if if that's what you need to do and you play hockey and you have the talent level like JT Miller, whatever it takes means producing offense and making sure you're in position defensively and he's doing it all. Again, just pay attention to his game tomorrow. This guy does not miss a check. He's not the he's not the heaviest player. He's not laying the boom every single shift, but he's doing his most to provide physical impact shift in and shift out and I got to applaud that because I haven't seen a lot of that from any top six Vancouver Canuck player in like a long time, you know, like just, just consistently every single shift, this guy's laying the body. And uh, I appreciate that. Uh another guy I appreciate too is Connor Garland. And he's been a, a little bit all over the place when it comes to uh, having a consistent re- relationship with the Canuck fans. And earlier – this season or in the preseason, word comes out that he wants out, you know, wants a bigger role in another team. And now we're hearing from Darren Draeger, I think. I don't know if I saw it correct. Maybe it was someone else that he's uh lightening his uh his tone and maybe he wants to stay and and ride this thing out with uh, <laughs> one of the best teams in hockey.
0: Yeah, no you you heard it right. Darren Dreger's TS said reporting that Connor Garland again is uh, more open to staying with the Vancouver Canucks and you know, again, the vibes entering the season were kind of poor. And we we talked about it here at Locked On Canucks. Every day is no. It was Elliot Friedman's fault, you know, reporting within a couple of days of that Pedersen didn't want to sign long-term. The Canucks wanted to wait on Pedersen, and Connor Garland wanted to leave. Oh, and we are playing the Edmonton Oilers, who were a Stanley Cup favorite at the time. Uh, so the vibes to start the season weren't great. But look where yeah, we are now, Kyle. That's the Canucks crazy. 9-2-1, the third best team in the NHL. Uh, Pedersen's uh, now second in the league in points. Play that music, that happy hour music. By the way, if you missed our happy hour episode, it's something we want to drop when the Canucks are losing games and we need a bit of a bump, right? So we had that happy hour episode, and guess what, Canucks Nation? The Canucks are 7-0-1 since we dropped the happy hour episode. Let's go, baby. And uh, I think Connor Garland's probably feeling pretty happy right now too. Uh, Despite the fact that he's not really picking up points, he's got three points in 12 games, which for a guy making his money is not great. But he's making an impact at both ends of the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not picking up points right now uh, as much with, you know, Dakota Joshua, P. Sitter have combined for a couple goals recently. But Connor Garland's helping drive play. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at uh, the Canuck players this season, you know, possession wise, there's not a lot of guys who are over 50% in terms of their Corsi. The only forwards who are over 50% are Pedersen, Kuzmenko, and Connor Garland, who leads all Canucks forwards with a 55.6% Corsi four rating. I think he's helped that third line out with Suter and Joshua since he's uh, dropped down to that line. Uh, and obviously with Pedersen and Kuzmenko, it wasn't hurting them either. So, you know, Connor Garland, even though he's not putting up points, I often notice him in the game. Oh, yeah. Because he's shifty. He's making the right plays and the pucks on his stick. And right now, it, it, it's to me, it's not a surprise he's not traded because why would you retain salary on this guy? I get that you want to shuffle the deck. But, you know, you do have some money coming off the books at the end of the season. And as long as this guy keeps making an impact, unless the right deal is really there, you hold on to this guy because there's no point selling him for pennies on the dollar. And we've said that time and time again here on Locked On Canucks.
1: Yeah, there's no point. And if you're Aquilini, you're not doing that anymore, man. You're just not doing that. You're not paying millions of dollars for a dude that's not playing hockey on your team. And Garland has... Again, you you said everything that I want to say in in smarter terms. He's just impactful. He's not looking bad out there, and he's looking involved. He's looking like he wants to make things happen and all in all not being discouraged. And if you put everything into account and then you throw throw in the fact that, again, he requested a trade, you're looking at a true professional. Like a real professional. This season has been so surprising, bro. You brought it up earlier too, man. How the, how did this happen? Look at how the season started. Elliot Friedman was trying to take us down by himself. He was trying to lay the curse down. You know the curse that the Ottawa Senators have right now? He was trying to do that to us. Garland was a big part of that. And Connor Garland, being a true pro, playing hockey, and I think overall, just, just understanding that there's an opportunity here to do something special. And that's having fun playing hockey in front of Vancouver Canucks fans. And as much as I'm not surprised that he's kind of rescinded his trade request, it's uh, it's just a testament to the feeling in that room. It must be.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I, I, I do think the vibes are great right now in Vancouver. They're immaculate. There's really not much to pick apart with this team. We might do that on a later episode, but we ain't doing that today here on Locked On Canucks. Uh, again, Connor Garland, you know, might not be putting up points, but when the Canucks are on the ice, they're not getting scored on. He's been on the ice for six goals for, two goals against. Over the last eight games, he's been on the ice for four goals for, and zero goals against at even strength. Uh, Connor Garland, I think he's underrated defensively just because he's a smaller player, but he's making things happen out there. Speaking of guys who are making things happen, I'm going to shout out a former Canuck in our segment called the Cam Neely Former Canuck of the Week. And I also might poo poo all over a rival the same time as me shouting out a former vancouver canuck before i do that i gotta let you know it's time to score early this nfl season with fanduel america's number one sports book right now new customers can get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins if you've been thinking about joining fanduel there's no better time to get in on the action i'm going to say it again i said it in yesterday's ad read the Canucks are tied for the 16th highest odds of winning the Stanley Cup, according to FanDuel, at plus 4,000. That's a mad disrespect to the West Coast, and that's why here on Locked On Canucks, we're always going to have that West Coast bias. So whether you're, you know, you're feeling like you want to sprinkle a little money on the Canucks Stanley Cup odds or bet on the NFL make sure you do so on FanDuel, the app. is so damn easy to use, okay? There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: Okay, okay. We back, baby, on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Bags. Uh, again, more importantly, though, this is the show that gives you your Canucks every day. Beggsy, man, I'm about to ask you a very important question, that you got to answer it quickly. If you're listening to this, you got to make sure that you ask your friends this question, too, okay? Beggsy, how you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic, brother, despite barely sleeping last night, man. My poor son. His four month shots or something's going on, man. He was up like from pretty much midnight onwards, man. So, I'm running on fumes, fumes. But you know, what gets me juiced up. It's talking to you, Kyle, and talking to you, the listener, about hey. these Vancouver Canucks. It's always fun, but it's especially fun right now.
1: That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. And uh, what happens? So, like, let's say you're you're helping your son out. Like, you're you're letting your wife go to sleep while your son's crying. Like, does your mom? Uh, does your wife? Sorry, like pop in her headphones or like like how do you how do you like how does she get sleep while the baby's screaming because there's nothing more annoying than a baby screaming
0: oh 100 i'll say like once he's in my arms or hannah's arms he's usually not screaming he might kind of like squirm and moan mm. a bit but okay he's usually not screaming so I, sometimes i'll rock him in the bedroom if he's calm and if he's not calm i'll kind of go and walk around the house and rock him uh, I actually fell asleep with him in my arms on, on a chair last night for about a half an hour. Oh, I mean, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, you just do what you can, man. Parent parent life, you know?
1: I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And even though you seem a little tired today, you also seem uh, very <laughs> loved. Uh, before you get to uh, former Canuck of the Week, I also want to just ask you a question about the identity of the bottom six. Uh, Ford Group and Garland, we just talked about him. a big part of that, I think. Just adding a player like that down there, who's again being a professional, throwing his ego to the side and just doing his most, is doing a lot for a guy like Hoaglander. Maybe doing a guy doing a lot for a guy like Beauvillier. I don't know if it's doing a lot for a guy like Lafferty. He just seems like the guy who brings it every shift. But just overall, like, what are your what what type of bottom six are you seeing the Canucks form right now?
0: Yeah, man, oh man, I almost think this is a, a segment for an episode later this week uh, here on Locked On Canucks but I, I love the chemistry right now I love the mix and it really makes me think about where Teddy Bluger fits oh. um, because I just, again I just don't know who you take out of the lineup but let's let's table that and save it for another day I mean my short answer is I, I love the chemistry right now with the Vancouver Canucks you know a team that's lacking chemistry the Edmonton Oilers so I'm going to shout out a former Canuck of the week the Cam Neely former Canuck of the week while poo-pooing on the Edmonton Oilers at the same time Sam Neely, former Canuck of the Week for this week, is 34-year-old legend Sam Gagne, okay? You thought this guy was (laughs) retired. You thought this guy was done. Well, guess what? He's back with the team who drafted him in the first place. And you know what, man? Uh, He's uh, putting up some points right now. He's played three games so far. He has two goals, one assist. One of those assists came against the Vancouver Canucks the other night. Um, Again, three points in three games for a guy who... Hadn't played hockey in a good stretch of time. He missed the uh, latter half of last season, um, after kind of exiting with injury from the Winnipeg Jets. His last game was February of last year. Uh, signs with the Edmonton Oilers late, um, uh, you know, into the regular season, and now he's playing, you know, somewhat in their top six. He he started on a line with uh, Kane and Gagne. I'm oh, sorry, Kane and Nugent Hopkins. Uh, but he kind of got elevated to the dry settle line with a guy called James Hamblin. Like, what the hell is going on with the Edmonton Oilers, man? <laughs> <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl was playing with 34-year-old Sam Gagné. I know he's a candidate, the former Canuck of the week. But the, again, the Edmonton Oilers are supposed to be competing for a Stanley Cup. And Leon Dreisaitl is playing with Sam Gagné and James who? James Hamblin? What is going on? I also got to say, you know, for more Edmonton Oilers hate, we had some fun on yesterday's show. poo pooing all over those Edmonton Oilers. Move those shoulders, Kyle. Let's go. Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers, guess what? They freaking suck. Okay. And it's all the Vancouver Canucks fault. And you could also blame the schedule makers too. But anyways, you know, we're having a lot of fun here on Lock dog Canucks so far this season. Uh, Kyle, you got any thoughts on uh, Sam Gagne or how much the Oilers suck before we get out of here?
1: I forgot that Sam Gagne played for us, but he played on a line with, uh, if I'm correct, like Brock Besser and Thomas Vanek or something. I don't even know. Was it, Am I right on that or like? Who was the third guy on that line? Does it matter, man? Yo, screw the Oilers, man. No. Screw the Oilers. Uh, but if you want to touch on the Sam Ghani thing just a little bit, I'm just going to be encouraged by the fact that this guy's a 30-plus-year-old. And, bro, I'm trying to look up to those guys right now, man. For real. Get get another gear in life. I think we're living in an era, and I think we've actually, as a society, always lived in this type of era where like older people are forgotten about you know it's always about the think about the children think about the uh, the younger generation right blah 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 it's like dude I'm not forgetting about old people man old people human beings all in all so powerful full of potential and uh I know you know that as well because you have the ultimate respect for old people since you literally were wiping their asses back when you were like 17 years old is that even allowed is that even legal <laughs> uh begsy anyways let let me let
0: let me let me get let me get that straight for one second i was a janitor i wasn't a carrier i wasn't wiping ass
1: (laughs) okay man another episode of locked on canucks your canucks every day provided over here hit the like button and subscribe button if you did enjoy the episode again if you didn't you don't have to do all those things stop lying to yourself save the world with one less lie at a time Uh, one love to begsy father of the year actually my dad's better than but now uh, you know what i'm saying uh traver sign us out
0: all right well i might not be wiping ass but guess what the edmonton oilers are wiping ass baby i gotta say it one more time the oilers suck and life is good as a vancouver canucks fan coming up later this week on the show we're gonna preview the canucks eastern road swing guess what they might even be canada's team they might be canada's Whoa. best chance at bringing back a stanley cup because we're having some fun here a locked on canucks we might also touch on the canucks reportedly looking for another defenseman who might that be you gotta stay tuned to the network to find out but for now i'm trevor Beggs. that guy's cal bowen and you've been listening to locked on Canucks.